Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Greetings, yes, everyone. Yes. Go ahead, brother. My name is Malachi, also known as Captain Planet. You can't live on the planet without a plan. Welcome to Messiah Lifestyle. Yes, Brother Forrest. Talk to the people. No, brother. Go ahead, brother Captain Planet. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just want to give everybody greetings. Welcome to Black Hole Radio. This is our first broadcast of Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is, is how you live in it live it, and this is our brother, Brother Malachi, a.k.a. Uh, Captain Planet, who is our subject matter expert, uh, self-made, and we're going to go through some steps t- tonight and every other Wednesday on how to obtain uh, personal wealth and financial security. Brother is a brilliant brother, uh, way ahead of his time, and what we're going to do is just start right now. If you want to come to the show, your, the number is 563-999-3089. When you come in, if you have a question, just press the number one, so then I can see it, then we'll have brother answer your question. Always remember, we're always respectful, and uh, we always mindful of the time because other people want to talk. So brother, brother, brother Malachi, my brother, Captain Planet, the man with the plan. Well, we're going to start I, off I, with Chris. Prayer. We're going to start off with prayer in the name of our Lord, the beneficent, the merciful. All praises due to our Lord, the beneficent, the merciful, master of the day of requital. Thee that we serve and thee that we beseech for help. God is on the right path, the path upon those who bestow favors in the path, not the path upon those who wrath is brought down or those who go astray. I mean, that's for all my Muslims and for everybody in the nation. But now my mother is Christian. And there's a popular phrase out there called faith without works is dead. That's James 2.14, I believe. And it actually reads like this. Now, I interpret this um, section and this passage a little different from everybody else in the world since we're having a financial conversation today. It reads, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to him, you know they're messed up, and you say to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Now, when, normally people hear that passage, and they say, oh, you got to have the faith, and you got to put in the work. When I heard that passage, Brother Forrest, I said, I got to, if I just see somebody and say hi and keep it moving, and I know they don't have the answer, the work is me putting the work into their brain to bring them where they are in relationship to where they need to be in a shorter period of time that it took me. What do you think about that, Brother Yes, sir. Forrest? Okay. Well, brother, I, I so, think... I mean, you come in, you come in straight from the scriptures, brother. I can't fight. My arms are too short to box with God. 
Continue, my brother. <laughs> right. Right. So I picked those two scriptures to start us off with um, and something that everybody could relate to. But just to give a background in the history of who I am, um, my name is Malachi. I call myself Captain Plan It. That's Plan with a P-L-A-N and It, I-T, meaning you can't live on a planet without a plan. Um, and I go by the name of the show today that we're presenting to the world is Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. And in our culture, they gave us um, icons to be like, such as Mike Jordan, Jackson, or Tyson. But why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? We're no longer gurus, athletes, entertainers. We God figures. And that's what we're trying to mimic and be like. Go okay, ahead, Brother, brother come on. <laughs> well, Brother, Captain, what I wish to represent to the people is, I am a nine-to-five employee. However, I am an entrepreneur as well. I own a T-shirt store in Long Island, Hempstead, 286 Fulton Avenue, Hempstead. I also referee high school and college basketball. I also own rental um, properties where I have rental income coming in. And I also have two Airbnbs currently, and I'm working on a third one. And I'm definitely investing into the market. Now, I've been investing into the stock market for 458 biweekly periods, and that equals out to 17 years, six months, and two weeks. And along that journey, it took me 16 years and six months for me to be able to acquire a million dollars on a receipt. Now, obviously, the market is down roughly about 20% from last year, January, when I accomplished that goal. But, yes, that's where I'm at. Talk to me, Brother Forrest. What did you receive from that so I could be able to advance? Am I talking too fast? Slow it up? Did you receive all of that? Uh, or, but, or do you but, think but, that's enough? Brother, Captain Planet, I want to yes, tell sir. you, take the, take the plane off. I'm just, I'm, on, I'm along for the ride right now. You do not need me at this moment. Continue on. This start, let's start from your first step into the investment world. What age? When did you come to the realization that you knew something that other people didn't see. Okay. Well, 12 years old, like everybody else's parents, your parents say you should be like this police officer, you should be like this lawyer, you should be like this doctor. So I approached the police officer and I asked him how much he made for the week. And the police officer did not tell me that answer. You already know in the black community how that conversation went. They're not going to tell you how much they physically made. Okay, no problem. So now I changed the question. I went to the doctor, and I asked him how much did he invest for the week. Um, you know how that conversation went. They did not tell you. They gave me a roundabout. They didn't give me an exact answer. So then I changed it again. I went to the lawyer who studied for four years, went to school for three more years to practice law, and I asked them how much time did they put into um, investing the money that it took them that long to study for, and I did not get a clear-cut answer. So I've been frustrated from that point until my entry point into the market, which was 17 years, six months, and two weeks ago. And that was to June 2nd, 2005, is when I had the idea to enter into the stock market. I actually executed on September 2nd, 2005. And I'm, from that point on, I have never missed a biweekly entering into the stock market. So for 458 biweekly periods straight, I have put at least minimum $1 into the market. Now, there's a whole breakdown of how you can go about doing that, 
but that's where I'm at with it from there. Uh, any any questions, Brother Forrest? No, sir. But I mean, brother, um, what what I, I what I would like to know, and the listening mm-hmm. audience to hear, is, let's talk about your first venture into the market and what did you invest in and how did that work out for you or how is it working out for you? So my my first entry into the market was $73 that I put into the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world. At that exact moment, I started to document it because I know that documentation beats conversation and you need to journal and document your journey so that you can always review and look back because our open enemy has took away our history. That's one of their major tricks. I knew I had to record my financial history so that I wouldn't fall into that trap. And I created basically a 35-step system that you need to do every two weeks, and we're just going to go right into that and start from step one. So step one is you have to have an exact goal or a time that you are going to stop investing into the market so that you can reap the benefits from that money and either reallocate those funds into different accounts or into real estate or into a business or utilize it however way you deem fit for the next generation. So step one is you have to know how many total checks you're going to invest into the market. And then you have to match up that number with a dollar amount. So that looks like this. Everybody get a pen and pad, write down step one. So step one for me is what I looked at it is I said I only wanted to work 20 years. So if there's 26 biweekly periods in a year, 26 times 20 is 520. Is that an actual fact, Brother Barry? Two. Yes, sir, we're clear. Step two is how many checks have you received already? So if this is your first one you're going to start, you're going to write one, okay? But in my case, I have received 458 biweekly checks already. So if you minus 458 checks that I've received, this is step two, from 520, the answer is step three, which is the checks remaining. So I have 62 checks remaining to my goal. Now, them broken down for every revenue stream that I have coming in. First revenue stream that I have coming in, we're going to talk about is the nine to five. But I have this broken down for my t-shirt store. I have this broken down for refereeing. I have this broken down for rental income. I have this broken down for the Airbnb. I have this broken down for my stock options on the outside. But we're just talking about the nine to five money that I accrued. Okay. As of yesterday, um, when I checked my journal, I have six hundred six hundred seventy six thousand two hundred and sixty and fifty eight cents in the stock market. Now all of that six hundred and seventy six thousand two hundred and sixty and fifty eight cents is all allocated to the S P five hundred, which is five hundred and five of the largest stocks in the world, which is eighty percent of the money in the world. And the minimum standard for a company to be in the S P five hundred they have to be able to make $10 billion or more, okay? So that would be step four, which is documenting how much your total is that you have in the market pertaining to into the S&P 500. Step 
five now would be, because you're going line by line and you're writing this down. Step five's title would be your savings. So how much physical cash do you have? As of yesterday, I have 39594 Okay? There's a reason why I'm giving you these numbers, because in a second, we're going to add these numbers all together. Step six for my brokerage account. Now, a brokerage account, for those who don't know, gives you the ability to be able to purchase individual stocks, such as Apple, such as Microsoft, such as Tesla. In, the, in my brokerage account from my nine-to-five job, I have $18,289.10. Okay. Now, we're going to total that up. That would be line seven. You're going to write total savings. So I'm going to stop right there, and then I'm going to recap it after I say the total savings. My total savings, if you add the amount of money I have in the S&P 500, if you add the amount of money I have in savings, if you add the money I have in the brokerage account from different individual stocks, that total number is $734,144.51. We're going to go back to step one just to recap for those who didn't have their pen and paper. Step one, the title is total checks. In my case, it's 520, 26 times 20. Step two is checks received. How many checks have you received so far? Step three is checks remaining. I have 62 checks remaining to my goal. Step four is how much I have in the S&P 500. Step five is how much physical cash. Step six is the brokerage account. All of that totals the $734,144.51. Now, here's where the calculations start to come in, and here's where the mindset that I'm going to teach you that I believe is different from every other mindset out there that's teaching you. Step eight is knowing your average profit margin above your bills. Now, let me break that down. In baseball, when he goes up to bat, we're talking about his batting average. In basketball, if LeBron James scored 300 points, he played 10 games, his average is 30 points per game. I hope we're clear with that. In life, you have to know your average profit margin above your bills. What is that calculation? Let's figure that out. The calculation goes as follows as this. You take your total savings, which is everything that you have in the stock market, plus your savings, plus your brokerage account, and you divide it by how many checks you received. In my case, the answer is $734,144.51 divided by 458 is $1,602.93. Is my personal average profit margin above my bill for the last 17 years, six months, in two weeks. And I love saying it like that because it shows a, a depiction of how long I have been paying attention to myself. And that's the name of the game. When you know your average profit margin above your bills, you can basically see an expectation of your continuation. So once you know your average profit margin above your bills, you're showing an expectation of your continuation. And that's the result of knowing your average profit margin above your bills. So now, Captain, Captain Planet. Captain, yes, sir. Captain Planet. Let me just stop you right there for a second for a point of clarification for those who do not understand the difference between your brokerage account and your S and P uh, 500 index account, which is which, where you're not you're not betting or investing in individual stocks in that 
in that uh, particular account, you you're investing on the rise of the S and P 500. Am I correct, or or I'm on yes, the wrong sir. track? 100%. I'm investing in the S&P 500, which is a basket of 505 of the largest stocks in the entire world. And as that basket of 505 stocks rises is how my money's going to rise. Let me ask you a question, brother. Over the, over your, over the tenure, over the course of your investment history thus far, how much is the S&P 500 index rising on, on a, say, on an annual basis? Okay. So we can go over the last 10 years and we break it down. So from um, last year, we were down 20%. That's 2022, right? In 2021, yes, it went up 28.8%. In 2020, it went up 18.5%. In 2019, it went up 31.7%. 2018, negative 4.4. 2017, it went up 21.8%. 2016, 12%. 2015, 1.4. 2014, 13.7. 2013, 32.4. 2012, 16%. 2011, 2%. Now, that's all accumulative interest. Every year it goes up or down in that fashion. And totally um, in the last 10 years, I'm up 152% in that account. Okay, so my brother, so what we wanted to say in the beginning, if you remember you and I speaking, is that this is not a, um, a short-term get-rich-quick scheme. This is a calculated, patient, well-observed process that will get you to a certain point by the time, say, between five to 15 years, depending on how the market's doing. So I wanted to make that clear, brother, for those who didn't understand uh, the S&P 500 index. Uh, and how, mu- well, how much was your first investment in the S&P 500? Was that the $73 investment or was that an individual yes, sir, stock? $73. And just, and just as a disclaimer, I'm just letting the whole world know this is my story of what I do every two weeks. And my story consists of paying attention to myself more than anything else to be able to be positioned to purchase the freedom for the next generation. Okay, my brother. So I want to make that clear. They, they can go can. do whatever they want to do. I'm just laying out this plan if you wish to be able to. I'm giving you a structure to look in the mirror every two weeks financially. And, and you get paid on Friday, let's say, Brother Forrest, right? I don't want you yeah. to drive 15 minutes to the barbershop, half an hour in the chair, and 15 minutes to go home and spend an hour on the outside of your head, and you just spend an hour on the inside of your head financially of what it took you to obtain that money for the last 14 days, two weeks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good point, brother. Also, just uh, as a public service announcement, our email is black, B-L-A-C-K, whole, W-H-O-L-E, Radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Email us any questions that you may have that we didn't answer here, and I will have Captain Plant uh, uh, respond to you as soon as possible, okay? So go ahead, Brother Planet. Plant it. Go ahead and get left it. Off. Yeah, go ahead. Glad we, left off. Off at, we left off at step eight, which is our average um, profit margin above our bills. Now, that's very, very important 
because now we know on the next check that we have to at least minimum standards save slash invest $1,602.93, okay? Now let's go to step nine. Step nine's category is called total estimate average savings. Now what does that mean? That means if I continued to save slash invest $1,602.93, which is my average profit margin above my bills for the next 62 checks, I know my to- what, what fruit that will bear me. So what fruit that will bear me is 833523 So I already know if I keep duplicating my average what I'll end up with in the next 62 um, checks. Now, step 10 is writing down how many checks you received for the year. So 2003, we already know we only received one check for 11 would be checks remaining in 2023. Obviously, 1 minus 26 is 25. Step 12 is year-to-date gross. Step 12 is year-to-date gross. Now, year-to-date gross is so important because you must know what your human resources, which is the amount of time you put into the job, accumulated, and then step 13 will be your year-to-date net. But my personal year-to-date gross was $14,941.51. Now, a lot of people will say, of course he has that amount of money. Look at how much money he's making. Slow down. Let's talk about what it took me to get that money. 95 hours and a half hours of overtime, Brother Forrest. I'm going to say that again. In a two-week period, I worked. 95 hours and a half of overtime, okay? From that point, how I broke my money down was my year-to-date net was only $757.32. The reason being is because I put 75% of my check into the stock market. See, the government allows you to put total 45000 for the year pre-tax into the stock market via what is called the 401k, which is 22500 plus via what is called the 457, which is 22500 is the maximum. So let me break it down a little more. Step, step 12, you're going to write year-to-date gross. Step 13, you're going to write year-to-date net. Step 14, you're going to put 401k pre-tax. Okay, what's a 401k now, if anyone doesn't know? A 401k is money that you can put in pre-tax, and currently right now it's 22500 a year, and it changes from time to time. They increase the number that you can put in that you do not have to pay taxes on. Now you start withdrawing the money at 59.5 without penalty. If you attempt to withdraw it, you will receive a 10% penalty, and you will be taxed on it. Once you return 59 and a half, you will be taxed. However, you will not receive a penalty. But the ability to be able to invest without being taxed is a tremendous blessing because you're, every year you're saving, paying taxes 30%, and you're just getting to invest, and that money is accumulating over time. I hope I made that clear. Now, my next option is 457. 
457, the day I retire, I stop working from this particular career, I can then start withdrawing on the money. So one, you have to wait to 59 and a half. The other, you have to wait till you stop working. And then I have a 457 after tax, which is the Roth account. At no point in time do I have to pay taxes on that money. I can just straight utilize it. So it's a priority system of what I'm trying to get through to you that you have to first take care of your elderly age, which is the 401K, your 59 and a half and above. You have to first put in account for that. Second, you have to put in for the 457 the day you stop working. Third, you have to do the 457 Roth, which is going to be the clean money, and you don't have to worry about paying taxes later on. I hope I made that clear. But once again, my year-to-date gross was $14,941.51. I worked 95 hours of overtime to be able to receive that. I put 75% into the stock market. And how I allocated those funds were I put $10,261 into the 401K. I put $285.05 into the pre-tax 457, and I put $142.53 into the 457 after taxes. Total, this particular check came out to $10,689.58. So as I'm throwing all of these numbers at you, I want you to be able to know your own particular breakdown and how you spend your money. Is that clear, Brother Forrest? Yes, sir. It's very clear, Brother. Also, Brother, if I may add, in your Mm -hmm. IRA, there are three non-taxable events that you can use your money for before you turn uh, 59 and a half. And one is when you buy a home, two, mm-hmm. for college, and three, mm-hmm. for medical reasons. Now, I want to I go back to buy a home. The United States government says that, you're, like, you know, you heard the term first-time homebuyer. You can yes, be a sir. first-time homebuyer. Once every seven years. So you buy, let's say you bought a home this year, 2023 and 2030, you could buy another home and be considered a first-time home buyer and leverage your money to without taxes or penalty. I just wanted to add that to the, to the, to the uh, category, to the conversation. Go ahead, Big Brother. Yes, sir. That's amazing information because that gives them the motivation to be able to do it. Um, also, too, every 401K and every 457 is not the same. The number three questions you have to ask yourself when you enter a 401K is how many options are available. In my particular situation, there's 19 options available. The second question is what's doing the best pertaining to rate of return and what's doing the worst. So what's doing the best in my 19, out of my 19 options is the equity index fund, which is the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world. And as Brother Forrest added, which you can utilize to be able to purchase a home or for college or for medical. And then every seven years, if you're putting money in seven years and not paying taxes and it's gaining accumulative interest, now you can turn the stock, which is a, a digital number, into real estate. Okay, so we're up to step number 23. Step number 23 is if you shoot for nothing, you hit nothing dead on the head. I don't want you to write that down, but the title is for step number 23, total goal for your career. You must have an exact target of what you're shooting at. So when I first started this, 
I, I worked backwards from a million dollars, and I said, all right, a million dollars is my exact target after 20 years that I wanted to have on a receipt. So that's my total goal for my career. You have to have your total goal for your long-term career, but you also have to break your total goal down yearly. So my year and my birth date in the stock market of when I thought of the idea was June 2nd, but when I physically put the money in was September 2005, 2nd, September 2nd, 2005. So my birth date is June 2nd every year, and my goal for the year, I have to get up to $841,049.50. Now, once you know your total goal, which is a million, you have to subtract where you are in relationship to where you want to be so you can see, now we're going to step number 25, the amount remaining to your goal. So step 23 is your total goal for the career. Step number 24 is your goal just for the year. And then step 25 is the amount remaining to the total goal. So my current amount remaining to a million dollars is $265,855.49. That allows me to know that I can't play no games because I haven't reached my goal as of yet. Number 26, step 26 is writing down your average goal to the total amount. Oh, here we go with averages, right? I got 62 checks left, right? So we're going to divide $265,855.49 by 62, which is the amount of checks I have remaining, $1,287.85. Okay? Step number 27, the amount remaining to the goal for the year. Remember, I told you my, my goal for the year is $841,049.50. You divide that by 13 because there's only 13 biweekly periods um, to get to $841,049, which would be $106,905 divided by 13. That equals 8223 which is step number 2028, which is your average amount remaining to your total goal for the year. Okay? So now we have the breakdown of what I have to do average-wise to get to my total goal, what we have to do average-wise to get to my goal for the year. Now, every two weeks, you're going to document what the S&P um, finished at. So yesterday, the S&P began at 3889 Now, you can go to Google to find that out. You go to Google, you type in S the chart, you click on one day, and you'll be able to see what it finished at. The market closes every day approximately about 5 o'clock. Um, that's step 30, 29. Step 30 is writing down the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones yesterday finished at 33,516.43. Then you want to look at the NASDAQ, which finished at 10,607.72. So step 29 is the S&P. Step 30 is logging in the Dow Jones. Step 31 is logging in the NASDAQ, which has to do with a lot of technological stocks. Step 32 is knowing how much equity index per share is, which is the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world. That number was $524.88. That's how much it was a share. Step 33 is how many shares do you own total in the 457? I own 787.13 shares total. So that's key because you got to know how many shares you own instead of how many shoes you own. If you could look underneath your bed or in your closet 
and you can add up more money than you have invested, you're investing in the wrong thing. Okay, step 34 is the total amount of shares that you have in 401k. So I have 787 and 13 and 457. I have 501 and 26 and 401k. If you add that together total, I own 1,288 and 30.39 of the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world. They are out there working for me. The last one is step 35. Step 35 is going to be the prelude to our next conversation in the next two weeks is how much money are you paying extra towards the mortgage to avoid amortization, which is the open enemy's biggest trick to take away all of our generational wealth. That's the ability that he could lie to you and say your interest rate is one thing when it's another because he's charging you all of the interest up front. In my particular case, I have a system for that. My system is, as Brother Arthur would say, saving yourself time, energy, and money would be since I did 95.5 hours of overtime, however amount of time that I spend away from the house, I multiply that times 10. So that means I put 900, I'm supposed to put $955 extra mortgage. I only put 600 So then I, I log it in and I document it that I owe myself $355 the next time I receive that money from anything, and then I put that extra towards the mortgage. How'd I do, Brother Forrest? Did you stay with me the whole 35 steps? Do you think the world wrote that down? Okay, well, brother, I stayed with you. I'm I'm praying that the world wrote it down, but guess what? We got an archive. They can come to the archive, listen, slow it down, rewind it, so they can get it if they miss anything. But continue on, my brother. Yeah, this is um this this message is for my family, for my friends, for my associates, for the nation, for the world, and I really. I'm, I'm I'm almost begging you, man. Um, they they the open enemy um, taught us and gave us the information, but he never gave us the execution. And this right here is the execution. I really dislike that word financial literacy because they knew at some point in time we were going to learn how to read. And just because you can read it doesn't mean you can physically execute it and put it into a system that's going to be productive for you. So I love, I'd rather use the word financial execution. And how fast are you going to take this knowledge that I presented to you and execute it into your life and create a structure for yourself so that you can see the distance between where you are and where you want to be? Um, and I stress to everyone, my nine to fivers who have a 401 account, you must know these three um, questions. You must have the answer to it. You must know exactly the number of options that's available to you to invest. Again, in my case, it's 19. Second, you must know which one is bringing you the best rate of return. That means what's bringing you the most profit, okay? In my case, equity index is the best. Stable is the worst. Stable only went up 30% in the last 10 years. Equity index fund went up 152%. So you see the difference of opportunity cost you would have missed out on. Third, you must, you must know the margin above your bills. Because if you're a $100 young man, let's break it all the way down to $100. If you are a young lady, if you've been working for one year, okay, get your pen and your paper and write this down. 
If you have been working for one year, you have $2,000 in the stock market, in equity index fund. You have $600 cash. If you add that together, that's $2,600. Then you divide that by 26 biweekly periods. You are a $100 young lady or young man above your bills. That is so important because on the 27th check, it gives you an expectation of continuation. If you do not save slash invest $100, you are disrespecting that entire year that it took to build up. Now, it may be mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt's birthday. It may be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, um, Father's Day. It may be mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt's funeral. In these cases that you save slash invest this $100, you must document your shortage so that when you do do overtime, get a second job, get a hustle, spend the time to educate yourself on a, on a career path that you wish to have business-wise, when you do receive that money, you know that you have to make up for the time that elapsed. Brother Sparks. Yes, sir. How did, I, yes, how did sir. I serve you first because you're on the line and I have a relationship with you mentally? How did I serve you today first? And then how do you think I serve the people? And where do you think I fell short so that I could be able to sharpen it up and make it better? Well, brother, I don't think you fell short at all. You gave me a system and you gave me a way to manage myself. See, you know, like you said, it, it's not financial literacy, it's financial execution. So you gave me a plan to execute. So now with that being done, I got all these steps that I can follow, monitor myself. Uh, you gave me good advice about the S&P 500 as compared to other uh, ways to invest. And it doesn't require a large amount of money to get yourself into the stock market. So now instead of spending money on, say, I'm going to be, let's say, bean pies. Maybe I'm spending $20 a week on bean pies because I buy bean pies from, for the family. I buy bean pies for 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 the extended family. We don't want to stop the nation's money. We want them bean pie money coming in. No, now. no, no. <laughs> no. I was just using something that, that's tangible. But that, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be vulgar and, and try to get into other people's habits. I'm just talking about whatever you spend your money on. You can, I can take some of that money or take all of it and put it in the market, and now I got a plan. You know, and now as the years go by, uh, I wanted to talk to you about one thing, brother. Do you leverage your brokerage account at all, or do you leverage your S&P 500 account? When you say leverage, utilize it to be able to do other things and cash out. <laughs> about when you utilize no, no, your no, leverage. Not, not, no, no. See, that's, uh, that's the difference between cashing out and leverage. I can go to the mm-hmm. bank and leverage my account. This is what I have in my account uh, with my brokerage account, and I want to borrow this amount of money against that account. And right. you no, sir, do you I don't, do that? I don't, I don't borrow. I don't borrow it. No, sir. No, sir, because I'm, I'm fixated on the goal at hand pertaining to my nine-to-five money. And then I have the other, the other system. I can be the same 35-step process I just gave you for that. I could give you for the T-shirt store. I could give you for the referee, and I could give you for the rental income. I could give you for the Airbnb. So I don't leverage it in that regard because I just want to keep pushing forward to get to the goal. Okay. 
All right, I got you. So I, I had to ask the question. But so, brother, mm-hmm. now you you serve me well. Now, as you always say to me, <laughs> let me see what you're going to do. Let me see. So, for the listeners who don't know, I am going to follow my brother's plan to the letter. And this time next year, hopefully, I'll be able to give you a report of where I started, where I'm at. And how I'm advancing or decreasing. This show that we're doing here with our brother Plant It, the Messiah Lifestyle, is to give you an idea where you can go. It's not the only uh, way to go, but it's one that is working for a brother. What, what age did you start at, brother? Again? 26. 26. 26. And you, how old are you now? 44. 44, okay, mm-hmm. and that is not from, this is not a man who stopped working. This is not a man who just said, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice and play the stock market and stop working. No, he has a nine-to-five job, which allowed him to play in the market, which has allowed him now to open up his shop, which has allowed him now to have three uh, uh, Airbnbs. This is a working man's plan. This is not somebody who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Okay, not not to say he comes from poverty, but he didn't. He did this on his own. So this is something that I'm I'm enjoying thoroughly because most most of the time you you'll come into a, a conference or something like that about stocks and you you know they'll they'll tell you. We need a ten thousand dollar outlay of cash to get you going. We need, you know, some phenomenal number that most working people don't have. My brother started out with seventy three dollars. Think about that. That's and, and so think, brother, think I'm, about I'm excited. I started out with seventy three dollars seventeen years, six months, and two weeks ago. And my last, I've I've built up to putting in ten thousand two hundred and sixty one and ninety five cents in one shot. However, even though I put in that whole $10,261.95, my average is the most important. I am a $1,602 young man above my bills for the last 17 years, six months, two weeks, bi-weekly. Right. Right. Gotcha. So, so Brother Forrest, let me give them some um, things, that some topics, since we almost about time. We've got about four and a half minutes left. Let me give them some topics. Or you tell me the time. Tell me how much time we got left. Um, technically, we got 40, 46 minutes if you need it. But, however, remember, we, uh, folks, we're, we're, we're doing this as we go along. If you want to go five okay. more minutes, then just go five more minutes. No, no, no. I was going to go an hour. So an hour would be 17 more minutes. So an hour would be 17 more minutes, correct? That you, you are a thousand percent correct, brother. Okay. So I want to give them some titles, you know, give them something to look forward to that I'm going to add um, next time. So today we went over the manage part, right, and the system part and getting their structure ready. And you, you, you brought that up today. And, and when I look at the word manage, I just see man age. And when I look at the word man, I see master all my needs. And you're not a man. You're not a man until you know how to manage, and that's when you become of age. That's why I said my birth date pertaining to investing was June second, two thousand and five, because that's when I had the idea to be able to invest in the market. 
Um, in the future, we're going to give the whole breakdown of the S&P 500. Um, and, I, and, and like I said, the S&P 500 is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world. And I, I want everybody to be able to know that like a rap song, so to speak. Um, but let's just let's just read exactly what the S&P 500 is and what the equity index fund is. Um, in my portfolio, it reads as follows. The investment objective of the equity index fund is to replicate the return of the standard and poor, that's the S&P 500 index. The equity index fund offers participant exposure to the stock of large corporations through a passive investment vehicle. Returns on also equity index fund, S&P 500, and large cap all mean the same thing. Everybody write that down. That's one of the things that they do to trick us with the language. They act as if they're three different things. Equity index fund, S&P 500, and large cap all mean the same thing. Let's get back to reading. The equity index fund offers participants exposure to stocks of large corporations through a passive investment vehicle. Returns on large cap equities have historically exceeded inflation. That's important. What's inflation? Inflation simply means that prices are going up. So if you had a dollar last year and something costs a dollar, it now costs a dollar five cents. So on the reverse side, if you had a dollar in the bank, it's only worth 95 cents. So we want to always beat inflation. That's why it's mandatory you invest your money. But with substantial volatility over short and even intermediate holding periods, risk as measured by the standard deviation. So returns on large cap equities have historically exceeded inflation, but with substantial volatility over short and even intermediate holding periods, risk as measured by standard deviation. So what they're basically saying is the longer you hold this stock, the, the, more, the more probability you have of it increasing over um, time. So in my particular equity index fund account, top holdings, 6.85% is Apple. Apple is number one in the world. Microsoft is 6.26%. Amazon is 3.6%. Alphabet, which is Google, is 25 Tesla, which is, um, we all know what Tesla is, 2.13. Meta Platforms is Facebook, which is 1.9. NVIDIA, which are the chips, the, mic the chips for the um, computers for cars and so forth and so on, et cetera, they're 1.8. Warren Buffett's um, index is 1.35, and United Health Group is 1.7. So those are the top holdings. So you always want to know what the top holdings are within whatever option you choose. Um, let's also talk about in the future, we're going to talk about brokerage accounts and where, what individual stocks um, are performing well and the thought process of investing in those individual stocks. Me, I'm going with number one in the world. And number one in the world currently right now, market cap, is Apple. Apple has, um, let's go look at it, as of yesterday, Apple's um, Apple's market cap yesterday was 2.08 trillion. A lot of people are familiar with Tesla, but be careful with familiarity because they're they're only worth 372.41 billion compared to Apple. 
okay? I'm not saying that Tesla is a bad investment. I'm just giving you a comparison of the two. So later we'll talk about how my individual brokerage accounts are set up. Like I said, I only gave you a taste of one brokerage account. I'll give you a taste of other others. Um, that's another topic that we're going to talk about is amortization. Amortization is the ability that one of the tricks that the open enemy has been doing. He tells us our interest rate, for example, currently right now is 6% for a mortgage, but when you do the math, it's really 83%. So we're running the wrong play in a deep or offense against a 6% when really it's 83%. So imagine if you're playing football and you're running the play for third and six when the play is third and 83. That's where we're falling short as a community. As my friends, my family, my associates, the nation, we're falling short because we fully don't understand amortization. Next topic is going to be my book. My book is coming soon. And what I'm going to do is every two weeks, I'm going to complete a portion of the book with the topics that we've gone over, as well as putting in the structure and going over my every two-week breakdown so that you can see my individual growth. As, as I grow, you're going to be able to see it. And then we're going to set up um, what's coming after that is the ability to set up with the people for me to review their plan and be able to consult with them that way. That's it, Brother Forrest. Um, what, what do you think about that that forecast right there in the future? Brother, I can't wait over the next um, six, seven months how we progress. Um, this is a very, I mean, this is a different type of show for most people. This is this is a show that requires some concentration because this is a plan that's going to take you from object poverty into a better financial forecast for you, your 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 current loved ones, and your future generations to come. So, brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, yes, I'm looking forward to the book. I'm looking forward. What's the story again, brother? Tell everybody what the story What's the name of the store? The name of the store is called G-Master, Graphic Masters. Um, and it's on 286 Fulton Avenue, Hempstead, New York, 11550. And what I'm going to do is, brother, what, what do y'all do there? Oh, we make custom clothing, custom T-shirt clothing. All your T-shirt needs, business cards, posters, etc. Um, brother, brother, okay, Park, so, what I'm going to do is so you do you do I'm, team jackets, you 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 do you do team jackets, uh, uh, team uniforms, things like that. Correct. We do team uniforms. I really don't specialize in the jackets. I outsource that. I like to only talk about the things that I control. But however, I do outsource okay. the jackets. But I control the hoodies the T-shirts and the uniforms, yes, we're well-versed in, in, in that, in custom T-shirts and for your business, apparel for your businesses. Okay, so you got your you got your business team. You need to look like a, a unit. Go see my brother in Hempstead. They'll put your, put your company together. You got a little uh, basketball team or football team or baseball team. You need to look uniform. Go see my brother. And you need your business cards done properly. Go see my brother. That's that's what I'm talking about, brother. Come on, let's let's feed that let's feed the animal. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. Because I'm going to properly because I'm going to properly manage it. And um, I I I love the fact that we started off with a prayer 
because um, financial execution to me is showing God that I'm thankful of what he, the position he put me in and I'm, how I'm attempting to properly manage it for myself and purchase the freedom for the next generation. And that's my whole mantra is to put myself in a situation to be able to purchase the freedom. Every time I receive a dollar, I'm trying to figure out how can this dollar go to work for my next generation so they don't have to pay interest on a mortgage, so they don't have to um, get used and abused by our open enemy. Hey, brother. That's what that, and I love that uh, about you. I love that um, the, your mom who are listening, please remember, if you have any questions about this show, about what Brother said, Black Hole Radio, that's B-L-A-C-K-W-H-O-L-E-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Email us. I read the email every day, um, and we'll get back in touch with you with an answer from our brother, and let's, uh, let's go to work. Let's take 2023 and make it a prosperous uh, year for, for our community, for our families, for our for our friends. You know, let's do something different in the world than what we've been doing. You know, so as well as a fair I got one question to ask you. I got one question to ask you, Brother Forrest. What, what are you allergic to in life? I mean? What are you allergic to in life? You know how some people, the doctor asks you if you have any allergies. Some people are allergic to shrimp. Yeah, I got an some allergy, people are allergic, allergic to, to peanut. I'm allergic to brother. I have a I have a cute allergy to being broke. Oh my God, but I break out in hives. I I can't breathe. Oh my goodness, brother. That's why that's that that allergy is fatal. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Every time you don't do the system that I have provided for you, just know the broke man is coming to knock on your door. That just know oh, Lord, that the broke you. the broke man is gonna be your your future. The other day, another gentleman said he's allergic to shrimp, so I told them the shrimp man is coming to get you. Um, some people are allergic to peanuts. I say, yo, man, you letting the peanut man win? Me personally, I'm allergic to mayonnaise, so there's no way in the world I'm gonna let Mr. Hellsman win, and I ain't gonna let the mayonnaise man win. So that's what I'm gonna pay more attention to myself than anything else. My name is Captain Planet. You can't live on a planet without a plan. And once again, the name of the game is called Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. And then our culture, they gave us the ability to be like Mike Jordan Jackson or Tyson. And we no longer going to be entertainers and gurus and athletes. We're going to aspire to be God figures. Why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? Why not utilize all of the things that we already know and pay more attention to ourselves than anything else? and set up an offense to the defense that they presented to us. Okay, brother. Well, that's our official sign-off. We're going to leave with Little Wayne because I want this to be on everybody's mind every time we end this show. We're going to end – we're going to keep this on our mind. We're going Thank you, brother Captain Planet, for bringing us into the new millennium and to this new year with uh with a different thought about our finances and how we can obtain uh financial wellness. Okay. One, one last thing, Brother Forrest. I'm going to challenge right. you, Brother Forrest. I'm going to get you the Excel worksheet, 
And I need you to get it to everybody in the nation of the breakdown. Challenge me, brother. Challenge me. So, family, I said I'm going to sign get, off. I'm going to get you. I said I'm gonna get you the Excel. I'm gonna get you the Excel worksheet that's going to be able to give you the breakdown, and I'm gonna challenge you to get it to everybody in the mob so they can be able to see it too. Okay, yeah, definitely, brother. De- definitely do that, brother. Definitely do that, please, please. And for and all those who want their Excel worksheet, if, if you if you want their Excel worksheet, the brother's sending me again. Radio at gmail dot com, and that's whole W H O L E. Not a whole H-O-L-E. We're not going into the whole this year. We're making ourselves whole. We're healing ourselves financially and spiritually. Because if you do not have spiritual guidance, a fool and that money are soon parted. Okay? Peace. All right, Bat Fam. Peace. May Allah continue to bless everybody. We'll see you in two Wait. weeks uh, at 7 p.m. sharp.